so Eric, um, tell me a little bit about how's life without Facebook. It's quite nice, actually. Yeah. I mean, I this uh, my wife is on Facebook. Okay. Uh, because we have a son, and he's involved in various activities, and and unhappily, most people who, who have activities for children these days, they are on Facebook. And I always try to say to them, please be on the web because it's much easier for everybody to access, but they don't listen. So, so they're on Facebook, so we need to be there. But of course, that, that means that she's there, so I get sort of reports. And I know other people who are there, and I'm so happy I'm not there. Because there's, basically, because there's a... I've, I would feel overloaded. I mean, that's one of the main reasons I dropped out of Facebook some years ago is... Um, uh, there's a term by Clay Shirky called cognitive surplus. He wrote a really nice piece about that about it some years ago, and and he's also talked about it. And it's this idea that when you stop doing something that demands a lot from your brain, you free up time and and also sort of uh, sort of processing capacity in the brain to do other stuff. Yeah. And he used the sort of the demise of uh, of sitcoms. People stopped watching sitcoms. Uh, to partly explain the rise of Wikipedia. I mean, all the smart people were watching Seinfeld and then that went off air, except it's in reruns, and they had spare time and they had spare brain capacity. And actually, I feel that. I mean, spending less time on not just uh, not just Facebook, but all social media, I actually don't spend that much time on Twitter as, uh, as well, means that I can free up time to do other stuff. Yeah. And one of the things I've been doing most with my spare time is actually reading. Because I love the Kindle, I love Amazon, and uh, and I spent uh, I haven't spent so much time reading since I was sort of in my teens because I was this typical geek. Yeah, I mean, no girlfriend and all geeky friends. <laughs> Didn't have a computer because it was back in the seventies, but yeah, I spent a lot of time reading. Yeah, uh, um, let's go back to your Kindle. Um, do you spend more time reading books on the Kindle than actually reading articles online? Or do you yes, have like a I, big yes, pile of I, I, I well? do that now, yeah, and and that also is connected with uh, with both my lecturing and my writing. Yeah. Um, I've discovered that there are a lot of good articles online, but they very often are sort of shortened or abbreviated forms of, of books. Yeah. So it's very often it's sort of like Malcolm Gladwell writes a piece, and it's really just a chapter from his book. Yeah. A lot of authors do that. A lot of authors that's much better than Malcolm Gladwell. And, and, uh, and so I've discovered, I'm, I'm, because I have more time, I go directly to the source. I read the whole book. And it's been a tremendous sort of advantage for me because it means that I get a lot of knowledge about uh, important stuff, but also weird stuff. I got a lot of anecdotes, which is very good when you lecture. Yeah. Uh, ideas for things I would like to write. Uh, and, and people, sometimes ask me, they say, you know all these weird things, how do you know them? And I say, I read a lot. Basically, I read a lot and I read a lot of books because there are so much stuff in books that's not, that, that is still not online. Many authors save the best part for the book because that's what they make money on. Yeah, true. But would you, uh, how, do you, how do you go about when you're finding your books? How do you find your next book? Ah, how do you yeah. How, if you're actually going to read the whole book or just... Oh, that's, 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 uh, yeah, that's a good question. I used to rely quite a lot on Amazon's uh, recommendation engine. Yeah. Uh, not so much in the later years, because after we got the Kindle, uh, the Kindle doesn't really have a policy for separating uh, the various uses. We have a fa we sort of have a family Kindle, so we have several Kindles, and my wife reads uh, on, on, on one, and I read on the other. And of course, because we all share the same account, yeah. that it completely it screws up. up. Yeah, it screws up completely the recommendations. So, so, 
<laughs> so that it's not that useful to me anymore. Yeah. So so Amazon, please do like Netflix. I mean, yes. create separate accounts. And even Netflix took far too long. I mean, kids use them, uh, and, and of course, the separate accounts on Netflix are incredibly useful to to our family now. Yeah. So yes, please, Amazon, do that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so so I, I I'm uh, actually I'm a lot of the book tips I get today. I used to get some from Twitter, but Twitter isn't as good as it used to be for those kinds of stuff. I really, I've widened my net. I haven't, I've, I've never followed so many people on Twitter as I do now, and I still, I see that as sort of usefulness. It's, it's more just people arguing, and it's a lot about celebrities and all these, yeah. uh, all these retweets, all these uh, uh, cat pictures. I mean, I love cats, but it's too much of them. Um, so it's my RSS feed is hugely important. So I was one of the people who really said, oh no, when Google Reader died. Yeah, me as well. Was and I'm on Feedly now, which I think is a great app. It, uh, it, it works very well on the web. I use Chrome OS on, on my home computer, so I need everything to have a web app. And, and the web app for, for Feedly is, is very good. And, and also on my smartphone, I, I use that app all the time. I get so many book tips from bloggers I like and respect and follow. And that's, that's my main source now. Okay, cool. Mm. Um, you mentioned that you're kind of, or are, was a kind of a gadget geek and a tech geek. Yeah, oh yeah, always been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what's it like to be a tech geek or a gadget geek these days? Oh, the, the only problem is I wish I was born 35 years later than I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, because I, I, I remember growing up in an age where there really weren't any gadgets and, and, and if you wanted to, to mess around with, uh, with electronics, you have to had to buy some really crappy kits, or like we did, we raided old cars. So we took out the electronics of cars and we took old radios and tried to build stuff oh. from that. But it, it was really this was back in the sort of the old computer club days when 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 Steve and Steve were hanging around and trying to to sell their really <laughs> primitive computer. Yeah. Um, so uh, so it, it took quite some time for me to sort of get into computers because they were so expensive and and I didn't find them very useful. But today, of course, it's 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 heaven. It's Nirvana. You have so many cool things and 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 of course you're always looking for the sort of the next really cool, interesting. A gadget. What's your next? Uh, I, th I actually think, and that just shows how uh, out of the mainstream I am. The Surface Three, the Surface really? Pro Three. I've tried it, and it's really, really interesting. I mean, I, I tried it last month. Okay. And, uh, firstly, it's it is like it has the same. It's bigger than the old iPad, the original iPad. Yeah. It has about the same weight. It's really like an so weight-wise, it's like an older tablet. Of course, all the new ones are lighter, but they can do so much less. And I actually stopped using tablets. I've got tablets. We had many tablets, but we've just giving them them to our son and facing them out simply because they don't do. They're not powerful enough. I'm always bumping into when I'm trying to, for instance, do some type of editing, uh, word processing. I'm always sort of having to install a special app to do something, and it really doesn't. So I'm I'm dissatisfied with what these 10.1 inch tablets can do. And then I found uh, a 12-inch tablet, which really is a complete computer. And it does everything another, uh, a proper computer can do. It is a proper computer. Yes. And I really like that. Also, the clip-on keyboard, because I'm, I'm a writer at heart, so I've never really liked the sort of keyboard solutions you find for tablets. Yeah. I don't think they're good enough, but this, this really looks... Uh, so, so I'm probably going to go for the Surface. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. 
What do you think about uh, variables like Android Wear and Google Glass and stuff like that? Well, uh, <laughs> I, I think it. In I think it's interesting. I mean. Android, Google Glass, I've, I've never thought of it as a mainstream product. I just didn't. No. I thought of it as an, an interesting platform for trying out wearables. And as such, it's been a success. I mean, people really talk about a lot about this product. It's, it's like the Tesla. I mean, not many people actually own a Tesla car, but it's really, there's a lot of buzz. Yeah. Um, I think it will be important. I think it will. Uh, I think the main point of wearables is that we're sort of, we're not heading towards the market we saw a few years ago with the sort of this changes everything, one gadget to do everything. Yeah. Uh, I've never believed in it for market reasons because I never really believed that Apple just wanted to sell, sell us one gadget. They want to sell us heaps of gadgets. Uh, so yeah. so it never made sense. And, it, and we see now that it's not the future we're heading for. We're heading for a future with lots of stuff yeah. uh, around us. I just today I read a really interesting piece about how the Internet of Things, I mean, the fact that we might be surrounded by stuff which communicates via Wi-Fi in just five to ten years time, all kinds of stuff, uh, just got a really huge boost. There's an American research group that, ha that ha they've, they've discovered a way to, to make uh, powerless Wi-Fi. That is, you don't, because what people were saying is, oh, you need to recharge all this stuff. That won't work. You want sort of have smart uh, containers, smart boxes, smart serial boxes, because you need a battery and, and, and it will be a huge environmental problem with millions, billions of new batteries. Well, now they've found a, found a way to use Wi-Fi without a battery, oh. in, in which they sort, of, they, they sort of reflect signals and they uh, so also absorb a bit of the energy from the radio waves. So they're actually able to send useful information from something which doesn't has a, doesn't have a battery and hardly has a processor, just a very primitive processor. That's so cool. it, that's a huge step forwards because I, I was always I always thought uh, with the Internet of Things, I thought, what about all the batteries? What about all the recharging? I mean, it's such a frustration now. Yes. We have fifteen gadgets, and they all and always when we go out somewhere, have we recharged? Yeah. <laughs> and then we should have hundreds more. No way. But True. perhaps they won't. Actually, uh, when I'm traveling. Uh, I usually decide where to eat and sit based on power outlets. I, I agree completely. And actually, when I uh, when I got my phone, I have the Samsung S4. Yeah. One of the re things that really convinced me is that uh, compared to all most other phones, is that it has a replaceable battery. It's very easy to just pop off the back lid and put in a new battery, and then you're from zero to 100 percent in 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. That's really useful. I've been on so many airports especially when you're in a small town in somewhere and there's just one plane heading home yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the airport's full and, and almost everybody's a business traveler. Yes. And I all see these people with sort of <laughs> their iPhones and, 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 and HTCs and, and they're almost empty. Yeah. And I just pop out my spare battery and, yeah, and there I go. That's cool. That's, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, that's, it's, that's, that's a real issue and, and, and it will continue to be an, an issue. So everything that can sort of reduce that problem. That's, of course, one of the reasons I love the Kindle, because it has weeks of battery. So it's, it's sort of, oh, yes, I, I forgot to charge it last month. Perhaps I need to do it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, uh, the, the battery is amazing. But with all these gadgets, you wrote a couple of, I think, months ago now about minimalism and, yeah. and your, your exploration around that. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I've, I've, as I said, I faced, out, I faced out most social media. I faced out um, uh, tablets, yeah, uh, and 
when I I had some problems, I made bought a, a really funky computer which never served me very well. Uh, Hewlett Packard, by the way. <laughs> and and I thought, okay, I want to try something completely new. I've used all kinds of operating systems, tried everything, and and I suddenly I became I became interested in in Chrome OS, which is in in principle is just the Chrome browser. Yeah. In in practice, it's more than that. There's actually is a bit of Linux under there, but it's very small. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about it is that it's very very cheap. I mean, you can buy so a Chromebox, which is basically just it's not much bigger than the, the latest model. It's not not much, big, much bigger than an Apple TV, a small black box. Yeah. And you plug everything into it, and it starts up very fast, and and you sort of you work in the cloud. As long as you have internet, you can do everything. And actually, you can do a lot offline as well, for yeah. instance, editing and word processing. But the really cool thing is that it's very cheap. It's like in, in the US, it's $199 and even cheaper for a laptop or a desktop. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. So, of course, it's become very popular in school. So it's, so it's the only part of the, the only laptop aside from Apple who's growing. I mean, it's still... Google are actually selling quite a lot I of these. I just ordered my first one. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it, it's interesting yeah. to mess around because when you look at it, you think, I, th I think there's something here. And yeah. it all ties again with we're being overloaded. We have too many gadgets. We have too many things to charge. We have too many. We have too much software. We have yeah. far too many apps. I mean, how many of your apps do you actually use? Right? I mean, you have a smartphone full of apps and you have a million to download. And Google just went completely opposite way. It said, just have the browser and some really basic services, and then most of what you otherwise do, which is everything that's related to music, for instance, Spotify works perfectly. As a, they have a good web app, Netflix has a web app. I mean, everything, most most stuff actually works as a web app, and that also force, forces the companies to realize that uh, if you can make a web app, do that rather than make a dedicated app because then you suddenly have the platform problem with iOS and Android and Windows Phone in its various incarnations. Yes. And instead you have this really simple, cool stuff. And of course, it's not good for everything. You can actually do, you can do image editing, that's quite easy. Uh, movie editing, that's, I wouldn't recommend it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it it's impossible in principle to actually upload uh, complete movies on the web and, and just do it everything in the browser. But yeah. I tried it and it crashed quite, quite spectacularly. <laughs> but, that's, oh, wow. but, but even so I, I think, so, I think Google is onto many smart things. I mean, it's an interesting company because they do these weird things, throw spaghetti on the wall, yeah. and, and some of it sticks. I'm not sure if... Chrome OS as it is today will stick, but on the other hand, if you only pay like $199 or 2,000 kroners in Norway for actually for my last computer, I paid 1,700 kroner, and it's 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 a brilliantly and it's completely silent. Yeah. So it's I, I like that because most computers actually start whining after a while. Yeah. Um, so so why not try it? Yeah. It's 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 worth the try and. and and if you don't like it, you can always install Linux on it, and you can use it as a server or whatever. I mean, yeah. it's still very usable. Cool. But back to the minimalism part of it. Yeah. So you're saying we have too many gadgets, we have too many... I have too many gadgets. I, I actually won't speak for other people. Oh. I know, for instance, that younger people are able to handle this. This might be related to the Generation. fact that I, I'm getting close to 50, very close. <laughs> By the time this airs, I might be 50. Wow. Anyway, and, and yeah, I, I actually see that you have to make some priorities. Yeah. And that's just simply, uh, I mean, I, I still feel that my brain is on top, but I, uh, I, uh, perhaps with age comes sort of a more 
uh, re reflection uh, around what we actually spend time on. Yeah. And I've just come to the conclusion that m a lot of the things we spend time on, is, uh, time on is actually not worth it. Arguing, arguing with people on the web. I spent a lot of time doing that, especially back here. I, I, I was on old, uh, on Usenet. I mean, yeah. so <laughs> in the old days, I've, I argued on, on the web for 20 years. And, and these days, I just, I just try to stop myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, uh, simpler, less things. Um, and what I've discovered is that it, it actually benefits you in some very interesting ways. For instance, with focus. Yeah. With the ability to focus on the task, to think long thoughts. To, to switch off all the things that try to intrude on your mind. So uh, I actually recommend it if you, if you want to, there's, there's been some research done on, that, uh, on, on this as well, and if you want to be sort of creative or, or dis sort of discover your own ideas and, 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 and work on them, you actually need to be more introvert. You, uh, you have to shut off part of the outside world, simplify it, because with less stuff, you have less stuff to, think about yeah if you have 15 gadgets for instance you are thinking about them they're always on your mind somewhere and did I charge them where did I put it right <laughs> did I forget it at my parents <laughs> and if you don't have them yeah well it's it's easier so at the moment I actually just have two gadgets that I really use on a daily basis which is my smartphone yeah. and my Chromebox that sounds amazing uh, I, and it's 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 very liberating in a way because yeah. so and then I see people on, on meet in meetings and they have these bags and weren't it supposed to be and easier? Cords yeah, cords everywhere and sort of and I, I especially remember one meeting where a guy first took up his iPhone and he, he he thought he was going to do some notes on it and he just quickly realized it didn't work because the meeting was people were talking all the time. So he quickly he whipped out his iPad. Yeah. And then after a while he just oh no, it's it, it's going too fast. So he had his MacBook Pro, of course. And so, <laughs> My God, they're making a lot of money on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was sort of 13,000 kroners right there, out of the bag. Yeah. And, and of course, if, you, if I could choose, of course I would have the Pro, and that would do it. And, and you could just leave all the other stuff, and it would be quite light anyway. You yeah. could carry it anyway. Yeah, true. Mm. So last question. Um, in your lectures, you talk a lot about the future and, yeah. and the trends and, and, and where we're going. Mm. Um, and in terms of... of Technology in in terms of of use of, of software and and social media. Where do you think we we are going? Well, actually, I I think in sort of you have the sort of the concrete technological trends which all people are talking about, sort of big data, and 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 more gadget, Internet of Things, the cloud. But I think what we're looking at is redefining our relationship with computers. Yeah, uh, I'm. I definitely think that we're moving towards a future where computers will be much more independent. They will do much more stuff without us being aware of it. Self-driving cars is, is a case in point, yeah. but also applications. Yeah, contextual. Uh, yeah. Yes, right. Uh, and, and we'll see many more applications actually doing most of their operations without us even even ask them to do it, do it because for all, I mean, an, an iPhone, an iPhone is a very advanced piece of equipment, but it still harkens back to the, to the first computers where you, you have to press something to elicit an action. Yeah. It's still a responsive uh, interface yeah. and non-responsive interfaces, computers that think for you, that 
and not just recommend for you, but actually act on your behalf. I think that's going to be big because up until now, we haven't had the capacity. We haven't had the bandwidth or the, the uh, processors and, and definitely not the software. Yeah. But we're beginning to see stuff now. With, with Google Now and yeah, and with Google like Now that. and again with the Google Car and and with uh, different kinds of automation. Of, co of course, all monitoring software, home monitoring, smart uh, mm. thermostats, uh, health applications that monitor you wherever you go. And at the moment, they're still quite primitive. For instance, I have uh, a, a pay uh, uh, when I walk; uh, it counts my step, a step counter. Yeah. Um, and and I have a bike app which can register when I ride my bike. But it's still very sort of complicated. I have to do a lot to put it somewhere. Yeah. But we're moving away from that. The, the next generation of apps will do much more of this automatically. And that, of course, will transform social media completely. Because at the moment, most of what you see on Facebook is still made by a human yeah. saying, I want to put this there. How will social media be when more and more stuff is, is automatically generated? I think it's still going to be compelling. It's going to be very interesting. But it's also going to be sort of alien, the sort of cozy face, where it's sort of your aunt showing a glass of red wine in Greece, is sort of slowly moving towards people putting out more data of other kinds, health data, house data, yeah. electrical data, mileage data from their cars, and remixing them in cool ways. So the other stuff won't go away, but it will be supplemented by a very rich stream of new data and new ways to to, in a way, communicate, because this is all about communication. We will talk to our computers and our apps in new ways. Do you think that will make the world a better place? Yes, I, I, I actually think so. I think one of the main advantages of all the smart software that's slowly coming and all the smart systems that will do stuff for us is that it, it will it will eventually start to free up real time again, getting back to the point about minimalism and having more time. Yeah. That's one of, because that's one of the things that we know that most people who work in these kinds of jobs and have intellectual work today are extremely stressed by all, by all the demands and all the data. Yeah. And slowly, as computers sort of, sort of uh, off, we can offload on our computers, outsource to our computers, not just not just practical tasks, but actually more intellectual tasks. They will do more and more stuff that we don't, that we today have to spend time on doing, uh, and and, sp and spend spend processing power. And it all boils down to that, uh, the sort of the cognitive surplus. So I actually think that these smart apps and smart gadgets will give us more cognitive surplus. And then, of course, it's up to us to use it in in a suitable way and smart way. True. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. The ancient problem. Yeah. As as always. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much.